Chapter 24. The week after Jackie left, I started Vacation Bible School at Rocky Creek Baptist Church. I told Bertha I didn't want to go, but she kept telling me how much I was going to love it. I went to Vacation Bible School every summer when I was a girl, she said. I loved everything about it, the games, the crafts, the songs. She went on to tell me about making a bird feeder by putting peanut butter on a pine cone and rolling it in bird seed. And lanyards? I must have made about a hundred lanyards, she laughed and shook her head. And macrame keychains, I loved those. And, she said, Howard and all those kids from Sunday school will be there. So I finally said okay, but then the day before I was supposed to go, Bertha came home with a lunchbox covered with ponies and rainbows. I can't believe I let you take your lunch to school in an ugly old paper bag, she said. I can't take that, I said. Bertha's smile faded. Oh, she said. Okay. I could tell I'd hurt her feelings, but there was no way I could take that lunchbox. Bertha snatched it off the kitchen counter and stuck it way up on the top shelf of the cupboard. I don't know what I was thinking, she said. That thing is just plumb silly. So she put my lunch in a brown paper bag, and off I went to vacation Bible school. We sat in a circle in the shade and listened to Miss, Ron- Miss Rhonda tell us how much fun we are going to have. Even though we knew each other from Sunday school, she said, First, I'd like for each of y'all to tell us your name and then three fun facts about yourself. Right away, I thought about my first day of school in Colby and that getting to know you paper. But this time, when it was my turn, instead of saying I liked soccer, ballet, and fighting, I said, I have a dog named Wishbone. My sister works at the Waffle House, and my Aunt Bertha has seven cats. We spent the morning making paper mache bowls and singing a song about Moses and the bulrushes. When it was time for lunch, I got my brown paper bag and sat next to Audrey Mitchell. I'd made up my mind I was going to be more like Jackie from now on, cool and confident, making friends left and right. But before I could think up something to say to Audrey, Howard plopped down next to me. Burl wrote Jackie a letter, he said. What for? He shrugged. Lenny snatched it right out of his hand and they got into a fight. Burl chased him around the house, cussing, and broke a lamp. He lifted the corner of his sandwich and examined the bologna and mustard inside. Did Burl get the letter back? I asked. Howard flattened his sandwich between the palms of his hands. Yeah, he said, but it got ripped and now they're both grounded because of the cussing and the lamp. He pushed his damp red hair. He pushed at his damp red hair. His arms were sunburned, bright pink, and dotted with freckles. He went on to tell me about Dwight breaking his pinky finger at baseball camp. While Howard talked, I watched Audrey out of the corner of my eye. She sat cross-legged with a paper napkin on her lap. She had butterfly barrettes in her hair, and her sneakers didn't have one speck of dirt on them. Her lunchbox was plain, no ponies or rainbows on it. She opened it and peered inside, and then she took out a plastic bag full of grapes, something wrapped in foil, and a folded-up piece of paper. I scooted a little closer to her and pretended like I was listening to Howard while she opened the paper. It was a note with big, swirly handwriting. When she put it down on the grass next to her grapes, I squinted at it, trying to read it. And Cotton has two ticks on him, 
Howard was saying. So Mama made him strip down naked right there in the yard. A couple of the kids giggled, and I shot Howard a look. Nobody wanted to hear the word naked while they ate their lunch. But Howard kept right on talking like he didn't even notice. Just then, some girl I didn't know said, Sit here, Audrey, and patted the ground next to her. So Audrey scooped up her grapes and stuff and moved away from me and Howard, leaving that piece of paper behind. Right away, I slapped my foot down on top of it. While Audrey and that girl chatted away about swimming lessons and soccer camp, I snatched up the paper and stuffed it in my pocket. What was that? Howard asked. What was what? That paper. What paper? That paper in your pocket. Nothing. Howard wiped a dab of mustard on his shorts. Okay, he said. All afternoon, while we read Bible stories out loud and watched Miss Rhonda's teenage son do magic tricks, I thought about that note in my pocket. Every once in a while, I reached in and wrapped my fingers around it. Finally, I got my chance. Howard was helping Miss Rhonda take Bible stories back inside the church, and Audrey was busy being friends with everybody but me. So I took that paper out of my pocket, and I read it. It said, Have fun at Vacation Bible School. I will be missing you. I love you very much. Mama. Quickly, I folded it and jammed it back into my pocket. I looked over at Audrey, linking arms with some of the girls and whispering. I closed my eyes, and in my mind, I became Audrey, a girl with perfect sneakers, and a friend to whisper secrets to, and a mama who wrote, I love you very much, on a note for me. But then I opened my eyes, and I was me again. That night, we had corn on the cob for supper. I counted the rows of corn on my cob, and I couldn't believe it. Exactly fourteen. That was on my list of things you can wish on. I counted one more time to make sure, and then I closed my eyes, and I made my wish. Oh, I almost forgot, Bertha said, jumping up from the table. She took something off the counter and handed it to me. A lunchbox. A plain lunchbox with no ponies or rainbows. She lifted her eyebrows and said, What do you think? Better? A wave of guilt swept over me and caught me by surprise. I felt bad that Bertha had spent money to buy another lunchbox for me. I should have just taken the one with rainbows and ponies and been thankful for it. I bet Jackie would have. But I hadn't, and now here was Bertha being so nice to me. Yes, ma'am, I said. Thank you. Then we went out on the porch and tossed a tennis ball to Wishbone till he got tired and went to sleep at my feet. As I watched the sun sink slowly behind the mountains, I cupped my hand around that note in my pocket. I thought about Audrey's mother putting those grapes in that little bag and writing that note. I wondered what Audrey's family was like, the one she had written on her flower for the Garden of Blessings at church. I knew for sure her daddy wasn't away somewhere getting corrected. And I bet she had a sister who played cards with her on rainy days and whispered secrets under the covers at night. And I was certain her mama had her feet on the ground. When it got dark and the mosquitoes came out, me and Wishbone went back to my room. I fished around in my backpack until I found a piece of paper and a pen. I tore the paper in half, and I sat on the floor, and I wrote, I love you very much, Mama. Then I folded the paper up and tucked it in under my pillow before turning out the light and kissing Wishbone on the top of his head.